I'm Nadia. Hi, I'm Aaliyah. Hi, I'm Namira. And, and this, this is, is Operation Tomato Meter. So, first things first, welcome back to Nadia. Welcome back, Nadia. So, we miss you a lot. We had a whole episode without you. <laughs> so sorry. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't seen that, go check that out. Where Aaliyah, our executive producer, Ellie, and I all watch the newest Netflix film, Don't Look Up. So, go check that out. It was a great episode. I really enjoyed watching it. And thank you. It's great to be back. But going right into it, remember to rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. All you have to do is look up Operation Tomato Meter and scroll down to the bottom and rate us five stars. We have 50 reviews now, which means we are a quarter of the way there to getting certified. It's that simple, and everything is linked below in the description. So, what are we covering today, guys? Well, if you haven't been living inside the Matrix, or maybe you are, then oh. you'd know. <laughs> come on, come on. No, no, no. <laughs> Then you know about the franchise's newest film, The Matrix Resurrections. So, the original film, uh, which is just titled The Matrix, came out in 1999 and was revolutionary in the world of science fiction film, and it also revolutionized a technique known as bullet time, which I'm sure everyone is familiar with. Um, so, it shows a dystopian future in which um, humans had AI, uh, which turned out to be sentient, and they mistreated them, and they eventually go to war with each other. And eventually humans uh, realize they were no match for the machines and they were eliminated or sent to the Matrix because the sky was scorched out by the humans, they no longer had solar energy, and so the machines ended up needing to feed on human life for support. Yes. Now, with this fourth movie in the franchise, it covers events 60 years later following the Matrix revolutions. It follows Thomas Anderson, the main character of the entire franchise, who is also known as Neo, who is trying to figure out and determine whether his reality is a physical or mental construct, and once again, Neo has to choose between the red or blue pill. Now, with his memory resurfacing at some point in the film, he now, know what he, he now knows what he must do, and he tries to reunite with Trinity and free her from the Matrix. So now let's get into our Rotten or Not segment, where we're going to put our heads together to try to predict what the tomato heads at Rotten Tomatoes gave the film. So first we're going to start with the critics' score. So what do we think critics gave the film? So I think the critics would have given this film a 64%. I feel like just the premise and plot in itself would have been seen as a little unnecessary, almost like this fourth movie shouldn't have really happened. <laughs> just as a racist existence. But I just kind of feel like it was a little redundant of the earlier movies. But I'll go more into that later. Well, I'm not really sure if it happened. <laughs> Sorry, that was a very poor Matrix joke. Um, I kind of agree with you there. I actually gave it, I think it's going to be around like a 61%, only because critics might have also been like the plot was a little obscure at times, and it, it was kind of poorly paced. So I'm going to go a little lower than you guys. Those are very okay. specific scores, but I'm going to say it's around, I wanted to say a 50, but maybe more a 55. They did a lot of things very well, and the critic score was probably in the middle right there. So now will our lovely producer please hand us the critic score? Drum roll. Oh! oh wow! Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Whoa. 63! That's insane, Nadia! <laughs> wow! I'm close, but the last time I was this close was Squid Game. Oh! Okay. That was so long ago! I'm shocked. Wow. I didn't think it was gonna be that I high. I mean... Hey. 
Hey. <laughs> critiquing skills. I was only two points off. Alright, so I mean, but you are still very close. A 55 to 63 is only math. Eight points? <laughs> Guys, right? Nah, well, let's keep the math. <laughs> Not here. All right, yeah, so that was the critic score, but, like, personally, like, as, like, audience members, what do you guys think the audience might have rated this movie? Well, there's a debate if we think they would have gone lower or higher. I, right now, my guess is 70 for audience. I think they would have been generally close to the critic score. I feel like there might have been a general distaste for this film, but I still think that some fans would have felt, you know, I mean, it came back after what, 20 years? Nice. I mean, fans, you gotta appreciate seeing Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss on the same yeah. screen again. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just in itself pretty cool, so I think some points for that. What do you guys think? <laughs> um, well, after that weird eye contact, um, <laughs> I, I do want to agree with Nadia. I did also rate it a 70, personally, because um, I feel like, as someone who hasn't seen the first Matrix, like, going into this movie blind was a bit of a challenge. I definitely had to like really focus on this movie and I think sometimes um, that became a little like too like niche like something that I couldn't really catch up with yeah so I need to, I need to have that context and I just I couldn't fully like um, acknowledge it or like appreciate it for what it is so sometimes like that kind of held me back I think that like like the technicalities were done really well like VFX and yeah. all of those things like it looked great on the screen like I really like that so I agree that the audience score was very close to the critic score. What did you say the year? 70. 70. 70. So I'm going to say it is a 65, since the critic score is a 63. Okay. Because I feel like it is very close. The audience would have had maybe the same reservations about it as critics mm -hmm. would have. Um, one thing that I noticed that fans might not have been happy about was that there was no actual bullet time in it as far as I could tell they yeah. mentioned bullet time like within I mean, the yeah, world of the film it. but that's a very different thing from like what we know as bullet time like what the original film revolutionized I spent the entire film waiting for that <laughs> where where was it they had many opportunities to do it they as well did. so now will our lovely producer hand us the audience score whoa Wow! It's Whoa. the exact, exact same! same. Wow! Uh, I actually wasn't really expecting that. So we were right that it is very close. We were uh, right. Do we agree exact? with this? Because we said we agreed with the critic score, so now that we right. know that both are the same. I mean, we're we're a blend of critics and audience, so yeah. mm -hmm. I do agree with both. Me too. <laughs> I do. I think it makes sense because I, I've seen some people like on my YouTube recommended some, you know, fan reviews. I've seen some people say that The Matrix Resurrection wasn't good and that they, some people were disappointed by it, even big fans of The Matrix. So it's disappointing to see, but I agree because as someone who did watch the previous three films, uh, I was disappointed with the fourth film. I agree. Like, I feel like The Matrix is not like bringing, like Resurrection, is not bringing like a very like large quantity of like a new audience so it's like yeah it, it is those people who have like watched like the past three films and so when they come into this they probably have like sky high expectations you know and i feel like a lot of the expectations may have been met but only slightly i feel like that's kind of like the main issue here i disagree i don't think that people would have come into it with very high expectations uh i didn't i thought that it was going to be more Matrixy, but i didn't think that it was going to be you know anywhere in comparison yeah to the i first mean film. I mean, it's both like a 
blend of you have high expectations because you hope it's going to be as exciting and you know you see your favorite franchise come back but then at the same time you know nothing will compare to the first three films well going now into my critiques for it i think the film itself recognizes that and it was a little too on the nose for me with multiple reference i think fan servicing is good i know we mentioned this in ghostbusters you can do it well and there's a payoff that's very satisfying but i just feel like the matrix for me was a little too fan servicey i think they referenced their old films too much like they consistently had flashback clips yeah which was nice to see but then a part of me was like i'd rather be watching those right now and not this fourth <laughs> film <laughs> Nice. It was just with where it was going, and they kept flash like doing flashbacks. I'm like, oh, the first movie was really good, and I'm like, but I'm over here watching the fourth one, so it's it shouldn't make me feel like that. So it was kind of disappointing, and I just felt like they were banking a lot on those films and those flashbacks and the nostalgia because they even have a line on it, you know, what is it? The program Morpheus says to Neo like sometimes to jog your memory, you need a little nostalgia or something. And then even Jonathan Groff's character, Agent Smith, and he is very on the nose with like the analogies. And he was, cause you know, in that like see, that scene at the beginning where he's like a reboot and they're talking about their game, but everyone knows it's about the Matrix. And it's like right. too, it's exactly what's happening. It's like, well, that's a little too on the nose for me. It's almost fourth wall breaking, but yeah. not quite. Yeah. So a lot of the film revolved around Neo and Trinity and their relationship and Neo trying to get her back even though she still believes that she's Tiffany. Um, so I was wondering what you guys thought about their whole romance going on. One thing that I noticed was that the camera movements and just the different shots that were used changed a lot uh, depending on what the scene was focusing on, or at least that's what I noticed. Um, the camera was, uh, the movements in the shots were much simpler for the romance scenes, or just, like, the one in the cafe, I believe, mm -hmm. when he was talking to her for the first time, um, and just very simple back-and-forth shots, and that's in juxtaposition to the fight scenes, which use, like, much mm -hmm. fancier camera movements, even if there was no bullet time. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, never let that go. Oof. Never let that go. I like all the slow motion that they use, though. I mean, but yes, that's also, I mean, relevant to bullet time, right? The yeah, and they didn't use it during the romance scenes because that would have been weird. But <laughs> but what did you guys think about their whole relationship and everything? I do love their relationship. It is like a main driving force of the Matrix movies, especially the fourth one. That's like basically the whole premise as he tries to reunite with her. But I mean, so of course I love, they have great chemistry. I love their characters and the relationship they have. I just feel like, like you said, with the first one, it maybe was too abrupt. But by the third film, their relationship is well developed developed and you know impactful so then it has a lot of emotional weight with this film but again i just kind of felt like it was a little redundant because we saw them fall i mean it's a plot we've seen before like someone loses their memory and you try to make them fall in love with you again yeah i think that like personally i like the aspect of, like a little romance once in a while yeah <laughs> i think it wasn't too soppy um, it, wasn't, it was yeah. it was well done i think it was like good in terms of um causing like the other hour of the movie <laughs> i think that was like the main thing I was, like, how are they going to pull another hour then i realized ah i'm gonna go save yeah. her so another one of my favorite scenes a favorite part that i think everyone shares <laughs> probably is the bullet that was very slowly Here coming toward trinity Aaliyah's which also wasn't bullet in bullet time, time. <laughs> It wasn't a As close time. enough as it gets. That's as close as it gets. They threw you a bone. They threw... 
just to make Aaliyah happy. I'll put a bullet in there. <laughs> and we just see Neo's anxiety as the bullet gets yeah. closer and closer, and then the analyst just snatches it out of the air at the very last possible second. Is that what happened? Yeah. But, yeah, I thought that was really cool. I thought the analyst was a great character. I mean, Neil Patrick Harris was really... I mean, of course, he's great. He's a good actor. He's really good. Um, only thing is that I felt like... Again, um, not to be a broken record, but with the analyst, I didn't really see the reason to have Agent Smith. I mean, he already died how many times and he keeps coming back every film. <laughs> he keeps coming back. And then now, 20 years later, I go into the... He's here again? Very Are you kidding? <laughs> what if he never died? He never dies. But I really, like, enjoyed his character. I just think that it's really analyst? interesting. Get the analyst. Yeah, he was great. I think it's so interesting that he was, like, the therapist to begin with. Yeah. yeah. Of, um... Of Neo before when he was Thomas Anderson, like kind of like that type of Neo before knowing. So he's had all this time to like harness all of um, Thomas Neo's concerns yeah. and kind of like he keeps telling him like, oh yeah, it's, it's you're not like um, crazy. You're kind yeah, of this, you're kind of that. like it's interesting to see that. And I would think it's like funny to see at the end where oh, it's yeah, like at the, at, the... at the end he he's kind of like defeated almost, and it's like. They keep torturing him, and it's like, oh, okay. That was very satisfying. That was so satisfying. And, like, you know, you use children. I love that line. That was good. <laughs> oh, I love, yeah, you just reminded me. Yeah, that was a really good line. Because that was the one thing that was pulling, like, literally and physically pulling um, Trinity's character, going back to being, like, Tiffany almost. Yeah. And I think that was, like, good. We could tell that the analyst is devious. He knows both um, Trinity and Neo very well. And their weaknesses, yeah. Right? But he regrets to realize when they're together what they can do. It's kind of interesting because he remade them himself. Yeah. So. Right. so one last thing before we wrap up, let's just talk about the zombie apocalypse that happens toward the end, which it wasn't actually zombies for those of you <laughs> who haven't seen it. But They're like, where's the Matrix going in this fourth <laughs> film? <laughs> but I love this scene even though it blew my mind because of how absolutely insane it was but I was so happy that we got to see this because this is something that we never knew that we wanted but we we needed this we needed to see the matrix interact with random people on the streets and yeah. they always run wild it was actually kind of disturbing and my mom was very disturbed when we saw like these normal humans be like possessed or whatever by the mm -hmm. matrix and then they jump out of their buildings and that yeah. just shot of seeing bodies plop to the floor it was very disturbing and morbid but i mean definitely sci-fi <laughs> in terms of like showing that power honestly like i like how it like, kind of cut back to like how they were plugged in and we can see like their bodies jump up that's yeah. like i really like that like throughout the entire film because we get to understand that they're really inside this completely different yeah. universe where they're getting killed they're getting like hurt and i think that just like kind of like snaps us back to show us like how powerful the matrix is and why this is even like a quest at all so even if we didn't necessarily need a fourth movie i think it was a pretty good film it wasn't the, one of the best ones that we've seen um, but it was nice to see something come back after 20-something years. So it was yeah. it was very nostalgic, and I, I can appreciate that. Yeah, I can appreciate it, too. Like, for me, I've gone as far into sci-fi as Donnie Darko that I stopped. But <laughs> I'm honestly just... I I really want to go see the rest of the entire yes. like, franchise now. Like, I'm planning to do that over this weekend. And I think that's kind of a feat from this movie, at the I very mean, least. Yeah. You know? One more fan. It definitely had some good points in the film. I'm still... Ob on an objective point, I don't think it was that great. I mean, of course, in comparison to the first three. But, I mean, again, like I said earlier, I can't complain seeing them again on the screen. It's just cool. So, 
that's that's it. <laughs> oh wait, can we all agree? The scoring for this film was actually really nice. I really enjoyed the score because it's oh yeah, it's just like wait, a for a really second, great I thought you were talking about Rotten Tomatoes oh, scoring. No. <laughs> oh no 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 no! Just the, the yes, the, the musical sc score. Yes, it was, it was very good. Yeah. Oh guys, this is our tenth episode. <gasps> wait, we've reached a milestone. Oh my gosh, ten week. Well, ten episodes. Thank Woo! you guys. Thank, Thank you. you. That's awesome. 10, ten episodes stuck with you guys. Every episode I've loved, and here's to many more. All right, so this has been Operation Tomato Meter. Make sure to rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and to uh, subscribe to The Classic on YouTube. And uh, keep an eye out for future episodes. We'll be doing some really exciting stuff, and we're so excited to keep this going. Thank you so much for 10 episodes. And for everyone who's been supporting us and to everyone behind the scenes. Yes. I joke, but really it's been a fantastic journey. And I thank you for giving me a place to talk about films. I I love not shutting up about them. So <laughs> thank you. Wait, wait, are we doing like Oscar speeches? Okay. Thank <laughs> you to everyone on this. No, just thank you guys for watching. Really. It means a lot to us. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.